It is July 23rd, episode number four. We're not done yet. It's the Hunter and Parker podcast. Appreciate you checking us out. And before we get into some of the stuff that I had written down to talk about, I do want to take a quick phone call. What's up? What's up, Ghost Lighter? I have got to chime in on something from yesterday, y'all. Try to call and call and call. You haven't been able to sleep all night because you've been dying to call us this morning yeah. to chime in on something yesterday. You know, Todd Hanks is great and all, but there's no way he could ever compare to Robin Williams' stand-up on HBO. You have to admit, there is only one Robin Williams. Nobody can replace him. Yeah, so if I remember correctly, we were doing some sort of unpopular internet opinion type thing, and you were just reading from a thread, and somebody said that all Robin Williams movies should be replaced with Tom Hanks playing Robin Williams yeah. roles, and mm-hmm. that's just a complete falsehood. No, 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 no. Robin Williams was a brilliant writer, brilliant. And Tom Hanks is great in his own right. But you know what I love about Robin Williams is that like he's much more versatile than Tom Hanks. Robin Williams can play. Oh come on, Tom Hanks dressed as a woman in Bosom Buddies. Well, but you know what? Like I feel like Robin Williams is a lot funnier. He can. Oh yeah, do the Robin stand-up. Williams dressed as a woman in Mrs. Doubtfire. Also that too. I mean, if you really want to compare. Um, thank you for it because I didn't think of that. They thing. both dress beautifully as women. Thank you for countering your own argument. <laughs> Whenever Robin Williams puts on his little fedora or whatever, he's got a beard. Robin Williams with a beard, you know it's going to be a very emotional and a very. Tom Hanks had a beard and a uh, beard, a beard, <laughs> <And> a, beard. <laughs> a beard and cast away. <laughs> but I just, you know when Robin Williams is going to get emotional and when he's going to play a serious character, and he can do that too. You're able to separate his wacky, goofy side with that also serious character that he plays. So, okay, let's flip the tables. What about Robin Williams? What about Robin Williams replacing Tom Hanks in his movies? That'd never go over. Uh, Never. I feel like it could work then. Tom Hanks couldn't do it to Robin Williams, but Robin Williams could do it to Tom Hanks. Could Robin Williams have been Forrest Gump? I just don't. I don't. Yeah, he could have been Forrest Gump, but I don't think he could have been Castaway. I I don't think Robin Williams would have done that great in that one. I think he would have. I think he would have been great in Castaway. What about the Green Mile? I think could Robin Williams have pulled off the Green Mile? I think he could have. I think he also could have pulled off Forrest Gump. I think he put could have pulled off Captain Phillips. I think Ooh. he could have pulled off uh, a lot. I, don't I never so. saw that. Is oh, it good? I didn't yeah. either, but I, it's too serious. I mean, when I think of Robin Williams, I don't think serious. I'm with <laughs> the the ending of that movie because I mean just knowing don't we that, all already know how it ends isn't it on a true story it's a true story well yeah but and you know what I mean kind of really in my view uh, speaks volumes to the skill and talent of that actor who's able to recreate and act out that mm-hmm. scene that we already kind of know what happens I mean yeah. like we know Captain Phillips is saved and he gets brought back <laughs> onto the ship you didn't say spoiler alert oh my god. <laughs> But it's the way that he's able to act and, like, you know, clearly he's so traumatized. And the ending, you know, when he's being saved and he's being taken care of by the medical personnel from the Navy is very, very impacting. But, you know, and I I can so visualize Robin Williams doing that same scene and pulling it off. You know what the best 
uh, scenario would be for uh, Robin Williams to play for Tom Hanks? What? Woody. Oh. Woody. He would have been a great Woody, yeah, wouldn't he? Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All Mic right. drop. Ghostlighter has okay. the last word on this one. That's it. All right, guys. You're Bye, awesome. Thank you. Have a wonderful right. weekend. Always good to hear from our friend Ghostlighter. First phone call we've taken on our podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is historic. The uh, one thing I wanted to bring up this week, because this week is all about launching ourselves into space. Woohoo! Um, earlier in the week, Jeff Bezos had actually talked to uh, Gail King. And I, I, one of the reasons why I love Gail King is because she does not hold back. She does not sugarcoat anything. She straight up outright asked him if they're just two billionaires playing a game of whose is bigger? <laughs> seriously. Totally seriously. Mm-hmm. He replied, Gail, I promise you, it really isn't that. It's not a competition. I thought he was going to say, Gail, I promise you, it really is big. Don't worry about it. (laughs) That's what I thought you were just about to say. (laughs) Don't worry about my manhood, Gail. (laughs) It's just fine. I'm sorry. Finish his quote before I put more words in your mouth. Some people can't tell the difference between my two heads. She, he said, not a competition. He also explained the actual point of all of this. Mm -hmm. The actual point of him to go up into space and even along with Richard Branson going into space and everything that Elon Musk is doing, not just so they can have fun. He's not just so they can toss around Skittles and, and, you know, they can. Did you see the video inside the cockpit? No. Who's? Bezos? Uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, No, I didn't see it. So, well, number one, you had said it earlier that they did it wrong. It was very small. It was a lot smaller than Virgin Galactic's. Yeah, I think Richard Branson did it right because they had more room to float, whereas in the Bezos capsule, they were bumping into each other, bumping into the chairs. It didn't look fun or comfortable yeah and if you look at that video you're right they were very kind of crammed they would even you could even hear one of them saying to each other hey move your head (laughs) you know and they were just floating around not really looking outside i I don't know if it were me i would be mesmerized by the view uh but they were floating around trying to catch skittles in their mouth oh but he said uh the point of it all not to have fun, he's laying the groundwork for humanity to one day move all heavy industry and all polluting industry into space. Really? He wants all- to pollute space. <laughs> that's, that's- <laughs> Sounds good, but we're messing up space to save Earth, right? Does this mean when I order off of Amazon, it's going to take longer to be delivered? <laughs> I'm confused. I just think it's so stupid. So dumb. I I mean, I'm really glad we're getting back into space. We're doing, you know, new experiments. We're... (sighs) See, you're trying so hard to defend it, but you know it's stupid. You know it's stupid when people who have obscene amounts of money choose to cosplay as astronauts instead instead of... helping our own earth here, mm-hmm. helping salvage what well, we can now, here. You have to say over on the east coast of Florida, what is it, Broward County, that mm-hmm. all of a sudden the economy has really picked up because when NASA, I don't want to say NASA was shut down, but, um, you know, when, you know, the space shuttle program ended, 
a lot of people lost their jobs, which sure. is a trickle-down effect because once you got the engineers moving out because they don't have a job anymore, then the stores closed down. Other, uh, you know, other businesses struggle. Yeah, so it doesn't. So now it's it's back up. That's good. Okay, yeah, I didn't think about it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Where are the space rocket engineers supposed to go? And I think I wanted to just get your pulse on this again. You would go into space if you had the opportunity to do that? Like money, okay, don't have to worry about that. I say that. yes now, but when it comes down to the moment <laughs> of, I would be just like that billionaire that won the auction seat from Bezos's flight and be like, I have a conflicting schedule. I have a dentist appointment that Sorry. day. I can't make it. Prior You know it was totally a dentist appointment. Well, if you want to help fund Jeff's next space flight, because, of course, it was all Amazon oh. customers and Prime Don't tell me they started to go fund me for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> no. No, I saw these 90s snacks you can still buy on Amazon. And, my God, I love the nostalgia that it brings back. Dunkaroos. Remember Dunkaroos? They disappeared in 2012, but they're back. Okay. Um, other things, some of these 90s nostalgic snacks you can still find on Amazon. Ring Pops. Ooh. I love those things. Those are just the jewelry that you sat there and you sucked on your finger? I mean, when I was a kid, you know, sixth grade, I totally thought I was going to propose with a Ring Pop. Oh, my gosh. She, I loved the sweet no. tart necklaces. Those oh, were okay. my favorite. Yeah. When you just kind of, you know, tilted your head down and grabbed the necklace with your tongue <laughs> and bit off a piece of candy. Um, Airheads? I didn't oh, know that. Airheads. Earlier this month, the company that makes them tried to remind people they still exist by offering up a chicken sandwich with a bun made of Airheads. Oh, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. Uh, Big League Chew. The giant <gasps> tubs of Big League Chew. Yes, the bubble gum that came in a packet that looked like chewing tobacco. That, along with candy cigarettes, what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? This is not giving me a bad impression at all. Pop Rocks. Ooh. Um, your friends. I said, can tell you, every once in a while, you can always find Pop Rocks around. Did your friends ever tell you that eating them with soda... Oh, yeah. Would make your stomach explode. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I remember one of the first time. I, I think it was the first time, my brother gave it. He goes, oh, you want some candy? Here you go. And I held out my hand, shoved them in my mouth. <laughs> he didn't tell me what they were. <laughs> like, oh, hey. what is this? Same thing with warheads. If you stick a bunch of warheads in your mouth, then nobody tells you that they're super what sour. Are, what are war? Oh, they're just sour? Oh, you've never had a warhead? No. Yeah. I mean, they are so sour. It feels like your tongue is like a, it, your tongue, its skin is peeling off. These your are tongue. like cruel jokes. Is this what kids are into? I can't even tell you. It's almost painful how sour warheads are, but they're so good. Jawbreakers? No, not up there. But I love jawbreakers too. The rest of them, pixie sticks, gushers, which I thought gushers were still around, and those fun dips. Fun? What are fun? That sounds. Uh, hey, honey, sticks let's made of, fun dip. Sticks made of sugar that you uh, dip into uh, more sugar. <gasps> oh. I and remember those. I think I think you might be getting them confused with dicks, dipsticks too. Oh God, what <laughs> I just? Oh God. With what? Oh God. <laughs> dipsticks. Oh, so they're different. They're not dipsticks. Fun dip and dipsticks. I think dipsticks. I think are different. Okay, so my friends would take the stick part after they finished all their sugary treat. Then oh, they are the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Then what they would do 
they'd open their canister of tang, just the powder yeah. tang, yeah. Oh. and start doing that. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, we got problems. <laughs> That's disgusting. We've got sugar problems. Uh, so those are all and things. And see, you, t- you bring up Tang, and it all goes back to outer space. Oh, my God. Because that's what the astronauts used to drink was Tang. <laughs> <laughs> um, one cooking tip I wanted to throw your way. I saw this online. I'm not and a good I want- cook? No, you are a great cook, but I just wanted to know what you thought about this, if you would ever try this. You like salmon, don't you? Oh, love salmon. I can't get it perfect, though. In what way? Like you just the, you, you. I just to me when I go to a restaurant, the salmon there tastes better. Of course. I don't know if it's a sauce. Is yours always don't. undercooked, overcooked? You just can I'm, never get it right. I just can't get it right. I always go about four hundred at fifteen minutes. And it's perfect. And it's usually comes out pretty good. Okay. Usually comes out pretty good. But you could try this too. Dishwasher salmon. What did in you the know? World. I don't want it. What? What? Oh, I don't want to know, yet I want to know. It's like a train wreck. I can't look away. What is dishwasher salmon? This is a type of food. Salmon. You can cook in the dishwasher. If you Google it, there are all sorts of articles on dishwasher salmon. And you believe everything you read on the internet. Well, of course, 100%. And you can also even clean your dishes, add detergent. Oh, come on! No! No, that can't be. Well, I guess if you stop and think about it, the detergent has to be kind of food grade because it's going on your dishes that you put food on. Well, but no, because then you're rinsing the detergent off. So the thing is, you have to wrap the salmon tightly in foil. Okay. Stick the packet in the top rack, run it on a regular cycle. They always suggest the highest heat setting. When the cycle is done, salmon's cooked and ready to eat. And your dishes smell like fish. No, no. Oh. no, that honestly is the thing. They say your dishes get cleaned. You can eat the salmon, and it doesn't have that dish soap. You do it first. You do it. I'm not doing it. You I, do it. I kind of, I would, I am. For the sake of the show, Parker, right. do it. I know. I feel like just for the sake of the content, I feel like I want to try it. Most dishwashers top out about like 120, I think, with their highest heat cycles. Uh-huh. Of course, 45 minutes. Yeah. That's that enough. is a long time. Yeah. I mean, low, low, uh, low. This is why you have to do it. Why? Okay? Why? Why? Because I'm a homeowner. I own my dishwasher. If I break it, I got to buy a new one. You rent your apartment. No. All you have to do is call down to the front office and say, my dishwasher broke. I don't know what I did. <laughs> And you'll get a new one. Yeah, okay. Well, sir, we opened it up. We found shreds of salmon (laughs) everywhere. It turns out, though, actually, if you just Google foods you can cook in the dishwasher, there's a lot. Who Googles food you can cook in the dishwasher? Think about it, though. You're getting getting two things, two separate things done in once. Clean dishes, food done, dinner ready. Okay, fine. I'm going I'm, to Taco Bell. I'm the one that's got to do that, huh? Dishwasher salmon, it's out there. Okay. I also wanted to ask how long, uh, sticking with the food trend, how long you keep leftovers in the fridge? One week. Jeez, really? I have a general rule, one week. No matter what kind of one leftover week, it is. One week, it doesn't matter. One week. Well, it, no matter what. No matter the kind of food that it is. What if it's like leftover 
Oh God, what's the what's something that just? Oh, is... salad. No, until it gets all wonky. Okay. So all right. Okay. I went to. Um, I'm gonna go. I went to Harry's the other day. Ooh, I love Harry's. I love Harry's so much. I can't I... believe you had leftover Harry's. You shouldn't have leftovers from I know, Harry's. I know. Well, so I got an appetizer, and then I got their po' boy, and so I'm like, okay, I need to take the po' shrimp po' boy. Yeah. Mm. Oh hell yeah. And when I uh, ate it the next day, did you have the bread with the garlic butter? Yeah, well, yes. Okay. They always do that. What was your appetizer? Grouper fingers. Oh, I've never had those. Are oh, they good there? Oh, dude, yeah. Very Are they fried? Good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very good. All right. Sorry. So I took... And what'd you have to drink? <laughs> the po' boy the next day was very, like, was disgusting. The bun was all soggy. The, the... Oh, I don't do sandwiches leftovers. This, the oh, okay. bread's never the same. But See, did you eat the shrimp? Well, that's the thing. It's just like I pretty much could only eat the shrimp because the bread with the soggy lettuce and the sauce and the tomato. Oh, you got to know how to do leftovers. Yeah, all you right. got to know. So when I go to Harry's, let me just give you an example. Yep. So I go to Harry's. I fill up on the bread and garlic butter. <laughs> fill up. <laughs> on the free bread and garlic butter. No, it's butter. okay. I'm full now. Thank you. <laughs> and then I order my meal. And usually it's something like, um, I'll just throw something out there. They have the mahi. Um, it's a mahi with an arugula salad and oh, some cream, yeah, yeah. lemon cream sauce or something. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My mouth is watering. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I will eat that. My side, whether it's their mashed potatoes or their dirty rice, or, or no, I think they have Nola rice or um, black beans and rice, whatever the side is, that's what you take home for leftovers. Uh huh. You gotta plan it ahead. Fill up on bread. Hmm. Step one. <laughs> and then take your main course home for leftover. <laughs> that actually. Your side. You, you take your side you do, home. Right. Yeah, your side. That's actually a pretty good idea. Very Thank smart. Thank you. Stick with me. I'll teach you things. All right. How about this? Um, how long? Little game here. Let's see if you know how long you're supposed to keep things in the fridge. Raw chicken. Oh, um, gosh, like four if, days? Three days. No more uh, than three. So you're eating some nasty, stanky raw chicken. And suddenly my husband doesn't feel well. <laughs> how about eggs in the shell? Eggs in the shell can actually go, I think, pretty long. Two weeks. A little bit longer, actually. Three to five. Yay! Three to five weeks? Mm -hmm. Wow. And cool. after that, you have little chicks <laughs> running all over the inside of your refrigerator. How about raw bacon? How long can you keep that in the Oh, fridge? my gosh. That's totally salted. That can last two years. No. Um, <laughs> I would say three months. Wow. Are you kidding? Three months? It's salted. I have one week here. Oh, if you keep it in that months. vacuum sealed packaging. Well, okay, it's probably different. This is this is open. Who's gonna open it and let it just sit there? <laughs> I know that's a sin, really. You cook it. They're doing it wrong. <laughs> Completely wrong. All right. Well, thanks for checking out the Hunter and Parker podcast again. We're not done yet. Uh Friday, July twenty-third today. Hope you have a great rest of your day and weekend. Thanks for checking us out. We gotta go eat now. <laughs> I'm hungry.